Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to continue the book of Habakkuk, chapter 1, verses 12 and following. You remember Habakkuk is the prophet of God who never really speaks on God's behalf to the people, but rather carries out a series of back and forth conversations with God that are recorded here. He's a prophet in the middle of the 600s BC. This is after the Northern Kingdom has been taken out by Assyria, and it is before the Babylonians take out Assyria and before the Babylonians punished the people of Judah for their sin, much in the same way that God used Assyria to punish the northern kingdom. Habakkuk is privy to some of this, and he has just been told by the Lord that the Babylonians are very swift and powerful, and they're going to carry out his judgment and justice against the Assyrians and against the people of Judah. And this is Habakkuk's second complaint in response to the response he received from God to his first complaint or lament. Chapter 1, verse 12. Are you not from everlasting, O Lord my God, my Holy One? Notice, by the way, how good Habakkuk's theology is in most cases. We shall not die. O Lord, you have ordained them as a judgment, and you, O Rock, have established them for reproof. You who are of purer eyes than to see evil and cannot look at wrong. Habakkuk's exactly right about this. God is pure and holy, and he cannot be in the presence of evil. He can't look at wrong. This is true of God. So Habakkuk says, why do you idly look at traitors and remain silent when the wicked swallows up the man more righteous than he? What Habakkuk is saying is, yeah, the the people of Judah have been sinful, but these people are more righteous than the wicked Babylonians who you're going to use. These traitors, these people who are pagan, who are not godly. Habakkuk saying, God, why would you, or how can you use a wicked people like the Babylonians, the Chaldeans, the Babylonian army, to swallow up the people of Judah, who, yes, they're sinful, they've done bad things, they should be punished, but they're more righteous than the Babylonians. How, how can you do this? He goes on, You made mankind like the fish of the sea, like crawling things that have no ruler. He brings all of them up with a hook. He drags them out with his net. He gathers them in his dragnet. So he rejoices and is glad. Therefore, he sacrifices to his net and makes offerings to his dragnet. For by them, he lives in luxury and his food is rich. In other words, the Babylonians are notorious for waylaying people. That's what's going to happen to Israel. And these images of fish nets and hooks actually can be used to describe what the Babylonians and ancient peoples did when they took peoples into slavery. In some cases, they put a hook through their nose and dragged them off. It was painful, and it was also humiliating. Sometimes uh, there's some ancient art that shows that in that time, people would literally drag slaves away or drag enemies who they conquered away into exile in nets. And so he's describing these in terms of fish who have no ruler. In in other words, God, you've created this situation that makes people 
not just any people, but your people, the people of Judah, no more than the fish of the sea who get captured by nets and drug away with hooks. He goes on in verse 17. Is he then to keep on emptying his net and mercilessly killing nations forever? In other words, how will this wickedness go unpunished, God? How will these Babylonians get away with what you're saying is going to happen? This doesn't seem just in any situation, much less a situation where your people are the object of the Babylonians' wrath and injustice and punishment. Then he finishes this complaint or this lament up, Habakkuk does, chapter 2, verse 1. I will take my stand at my watchpost and station myself on the tower and look out to see what he will say to me and what I will answer concerning my complaint. So he says, I'm standing here on the wall, Lord, I'm on the watch post of the wall. I'm going to put myself by the tower. I'm a watchman for these people. I'm a prophet who understands what you're going to do, but I've got some questions about it. I don't know if what you're going to do is the best idea using a more evil people, the Babylonians, to punish these more righteous people, although not perfect people, the people of Judah. And so I'll stand here and wait for you to answer me. And I'll expect you to respond to my complaint. Now, there are a couple things we can take from this. One is encouraging, I think, and that is that Habakkuk, he's not shy about complaining before God. And we see this in Lamentations, we see this in the Psalms, we see this in several places in Scripture. God, God is big enough to handle our complaints. I mean, we are, after all, weak humans with limited understanding, and God is able to hear our complaints. So I would say, feel free to complain to God, although don't make complaining a common practice. Rather, and this would be the, the second thing that I would pull out of this, remember that God's ways are much higher than our ways. We don't understand exactly what he's doing all the time. And you can understand why it doesn't make sense to Habakkuk that God would use the evil, evil, evil Babylonians to punish the evil people of Judah. The people of Judah who are his chosen people who have just merely sinned and been unfaithful, yeah, but they're not evil like the Babylonians. How can this work? Well, God's ways are bigger than our ways, and it doesn't have to make sense to us. Well, one of the areas where I think Habakkuk and we fail when we have questions like this about what God's doing, are you sure, God, you're doing the right thing? Are you sure this is the way it should go? Uh, God, I think you ought to do this or that, whether it's right here in Habakkuk or in my life, a little bit differently. I think we need to remind ourselves and start with this premise that God is good all the time. God is good all the time. One of my favorite verses, Psalm 115.3, our God is in the heavens and he does whatever he pleases. And whatever he pleases is good because he is God. And so it might not make sense to us. It might not feel good to us, but we can trust that whatever he's doing is good. Does it make sense that he would use the Babylonians to punish the people of Judah? Man, human sense, no, not really. But does it need to make sense for us to submit to what he's doing and praise him in the midst of our confusion or lack of understanding? 
No, it doesn't need to make sense. It doesn't need to add up because he's good all the time. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.